Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Would you like to wake and bake with me like three times a week? Uh, would you like to hear me talk to my wife about intimate details about our personal life, which in 21 years of being married ain't really all that exciting anymore? Would you like to hear all the old episodes of Fat Man on Batman, where I used to sit down and record one-on-one interviews with people and stuff? Uh, do you want to listen to old episodes of Jane Silent Bob Get Old? There's one place where you got to go, man. Join me at That Kevin Smith Club. That's right. If you go to thatkevinsmithclub.com, you can join as a clerk or a mall rat or a yoga hoser or a fun employee, man. There's all different levels. Uh, but you get access to really cool stuff, including cartoons nobody sees anymore, uh, stand-up specials nobody's ever seen, movies people don't get to see anymore. It's all right there in the Smithsonian screening room, man. And the uh, podcast library is deep, kids. It's deep, man, except for Hollywood Babylon. That's available over at the Ralph Report. So, for everything else, come to thatkevinsmithclub.com, man. And we want to club you. Don't you want to club Kevin Smith? Here's your chance. Thatkevinsmithclub.com. Everybody, welcome to the Nooner Podcast uh, show on the Smodco <laughs> Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. My name is Marty. I'm here with two Merps, John Hi. and Stephen. What does Merp mean again? Uh, Mindless interstellar um, rapscallion. Rapscallion people. Cool. Yeah. Cassandra. Rolls off the tongue. Cassandra's feeling under the weather today, which is crazy to me. It's a crazy sort of thought. I haven't been sick in 15, at least 15 months. Isn't that weird? Have you guys, yeah. have you guys been sick at all? No, I, no, just no, no, no. And it just, yeah, when I had, when I had COVID, I was pretty sick. Um, when was that? the beginning of this before it came no you said you didn't have covid you didn't you said you didn't know you didn't get tested did you i didn't i'm uh imagining i had covid oh my god was the moon out and is that what what made you susceptible the moon is full tomorrow and i'm already i, I haven't slept in two nights i'm so pissed right. yeah i think i had covid i don't they weren't testing yet and i went to the doctors and they said are you have you been to China recently? And I said, no. And I said, you don't have COVID. So it wasn't, you know, as robust as it is now. Mm. I had COVID. I was, I flew uh, in February before it hit this country to New York. I, I, I had COVID. All right. I was sick. 
All right. Can't you get one of those like uh, antibody tests? Uh, they signed me up to get one, but they even even the doctor said it's been so long, it probably won't tell wow. you anything. All right. Well, I'm glad you survived, Steve. Uh, yeah. Was that the last time you were sick? Uh, there's been a tremendous amount of mental illness over the past 14 months. Ooh. Acute depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, that's uh, that's that's on the agenda. Trust me. Okay. Um, Physically sick. Uh, yeah, I've had long haul COVID issues. Like I've had a a cough since October. Oh, really? I never have a cough. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, I post. Uh, I hold it in. I have like post nasal drip that's been going on since October, and for like five months, I was spitting up kind of like yellowish phlegm every morning, hmm. and coughing all day long. I mean, the fact that I haven't, that many of us haven't been sick this whole time, is like a reminder of like what a cesspool we humans live in that we exchange diseases so freely. Uh, it's, you know, the thing that I like about our weekly get togethers is that you always have looking on the bright side of things and you, you have a cheery way of expressing yourself. And it just makes me think of, of sunshine and happiness. Who, me? Both of you. You oh, both, you both I'm happy. fountains I, I just, of joy. I'm happy that I haven't been sick in, in, uh, 15 months. I mean, it, it couldn't, nothing could make me happier. Uh, yeah. I mean, are you guys, well, one of the things is, is, okay. So now the CDC says that you can't wear, or you don't have to wear the masks indoors, yes. except if, uh, I guess if businesses mandate it and you don't have to wear them outside mm-hmm. if you've been vaccinated. Okay. Uh-huh. But then there are those uh-huh. who weren't vaccinated who refuse to wear the masks in the first place. So now if you wear a mask, if you choose to follow the CDC guidelines, does that mean that people are going to think that you're one of the douchebags who didn't ever follow the rules in the first place? Or are they going to be like, oh, he's following, you know, that fellow's following the, the CDC guidelines? Or is it better to just in solidarity and in protection of your fellow uh, human to wear the mask, whether you've been injected or not or does that label you as somebody who hasn't been injected i think about this a lot look at <laughs> oh my god you should have been an attorney that was i feel like i'm being deposed i would like be i feel like i need to turn attorney. to john and go should i answer this i don't it's like a 18 part question plead the fifth <laughs> yeah uh you will not house any soldiers in my house during time of war mm. oh wait that's the fourth yeah, the fifth <laughs> the third amendment? That's the fourth. Third. No, wait. Isn't that the fourth? Third. Uh, uh, right, something like that. Just bleed the fifth. Bleed the fifth. <laughs> uh, but no. Marty, like, what was the question? It was so like, so it, compounded. Convoluted. It, yeah. Basically, do you, like, if you choose to wear a mask outside, do people mm-hmm. think that you haven't been vaccinated and that you're, like, you're right. he's, hard, he's making it complicated. Okay. So let's answer that one. What, just repeat it one more time because I'm okay, if, lost. If you wear a mask, yes, that means that um, that if you were following the CDC guidelines, that means that you you were not vaccinated and therefore you cannot wear a mask outside. Because that's what the CDC guidelines says. It, it say, they say that you can go maskless if you get vaccinated. You can. You can choose to, but right. you don't have to. I know, but then if you choose to then you're are you announcing to the world that you didn't get vaccinated i'm trying to do what's 
makes me look the most noble and, you know, uh, I want to do the most virtue signaling as uh, the, the biggest virtue signal as possible. Wear it 24 what? hours a day wherever you go, but not over your nose. <laughs> and just have I a, love that guy have a or big girl, but it's mostly like a guy. Right right. Out. Just as I was on a flight over the weekend, my first flight, and as there's a lot of, it was to a very interesting state, and there was a lot of, Oklahoma, uh, hey, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. hey, babe, your uh, your schnoz is sticking out there. It's the mask is not doing anything, so just don't 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 wear it. Is that Dick what you knows. said? Did you confront somebody? Well, first, what I did is I reached over to this woman and I gave her nose a little bit of squeeze, and I went, "Hey, your your proboscis is uh, is poking through." No, I just turned to the person I was with. I was like, "Look at this asshole!" And they nothing, nothing happened. Although I was in an airport in Arizona coming back, and everyone—it's an airport—you have to wear masks. Everyone was compliant, except for one bro dude, and I followed him for a while. He was no mask. Not like around his neck, not sh- not holding in his hand. He was just like, yeah, I, I don't do this. Yeah. So, and no one was saying anything, and I was like, oh my god, the balls! I don't think I could do that. When when was that? Uh, Sunday. Oh. Sunday. Sunday. Hmm. Dude, and he was just some like young. He looked like a college student or maybe a little older, young, white bro dude. Do you think mm-hmm. he was like just basically nothing. throwing down to society and saying, "Come on, come at me"? He didn't. He didn't look like a tattooed gutter punk or a meth head or a proud boy. He he looked like a, a marketing major at Arizona State. Uh, and, you know, he just looked like he looked like an IPA in human form. <laughs> and I was just like, is, "Does anyone not see this guy?" It was so weird. <laughs> Well, isn't it isn't it at the point where the question of uh, should we confront that guy? He's probably vaccinated. It's just been a year and a half. It's not worth it. And he's oh, he's gone. He's not out of my realm of uh, responsibility. He's on to somewhere else. When he gets on the plane, they'll tell him to put on the mask. Right. Right. But like uh, and of course, at the airport, you're like distance from everyone but yeah. i took a southwest flight where you have to queue up according to some social you know, social experiment number <laughs> letter system Humans the nazis are, yeah that you tried on in the, day, in the concentration camps and then everyone just mushes together like well this is what are we doing like what's the so at what's what, the frequency would you ever confront somebody about their mask behavior not anymore did you ever no but I didn't go out for a year. Right, right. Um, and do you now feel like, ha- what, what is the boldest thing you've done so far now that you, you've been double vaccinated? The boldest thing I've done? Yeah, or the thing that you wouldn't have done, like you felt like, oh, like this is transgressive or this is crazy. Go Anal. over to your house. <laughs> well, that's just because you're scared of me and my <laughs> antics. No, I'm really mostly scared of your dog. Oh, the little one. The yeah. little one, he freaks me out. Humphrey? Humphrey? Or yeah, Humphreys? That's, that's Humphrey. Humphreys? Humphrey, um, yeah, I'm really afraid that his eyes are going to fall out of his skull. Yeah, well, Has that ever happened? He is blind, so it doesn't really make oh, a difference. He is? Yeah, he's like 80, 90% blind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it might be because it's eyes keep on falling out of his head well uh, yeah i don't know what to do about that uh tyson says that he's getting fully vaccinated tomorrow and he will continue to wear a mask in public 
or at least carry one in case I need it in a store or something. I'm 100% cool with that. I am too. So, uh, Steve, were you wearing a mask on the plane the whole time then? Or did yes. they require you? Yes, they did. And uh, on one of the flights, they said, I just like flying to Las Vegas. They had to make the announcement of explaining how a, wa- a mask is worn, that it goes over your mouth and nose. Like, what? And when you drink, you could take it off, but then you have to put it back on. You know, like it was, I was flying to the middle of the country. But uh, when we stopped in Las Vegas, we went to like a lounge to get some food. We had a long layover. Oh, did- does uh, Lance Mountain have one of those cards that gets her in a lounge? She's got, we were in the Centurion Amex Lounge, which was fantastic. Holy crap. I've never been and, in a lounge before. Oh, it's you haven't lived. You've been in a I've lounge. I've seen the sliding doors close in front of me. Yes. Oh, the, you know what? And it was somebody's first time that we were flying with it. He's like, oh, it's so quiet in here. Like, just the sound of an airport is a nightmare. Just people. <laughs> and then lots of fucking announcements. And then just it's. It's it's a nightmare. So we're in there for a couple of hours and it's we're catching up with someone we haven't seen in 15 months because of this thing. And we eat and drink. And then, you know, you're eating so you can take your mask off. And it's also it's not a crowded area. It's a lounge. It's all spread out. And so we all just took our masks off and we're all talking. And at a certain point, they made an announcement like if you're not eating or drinking, you need to put your mask on, which I realized they were talking about us. And I felt like a like a D bag. Uh, why? Like, I mean, you were you were practicing like what was reasonable, but it wasn't within the rules. I, I just, I, I you know, Steve this is a been rule a ho- follower. I never thought you were that. Germans guy. are they love rules? What? Well, Germans me, love the rules. The Germans. I, I, I just feel like I, I have been asked so little in my life by society. I have not fought in wars. I have avoided taxes at every turn. I don't volunteer. I don't do anything. I'm a selfish individual. And all they needed for me for this past year is to put a fucking diaper over my face. Like how fucking hard is that? It's like, yeah. it, it is such a small sacrifice. And for people to to compare it like- it, the, Equated to, what did that cunt say? That it's like the Holocaust? Yeah, yeah, That's that, this is how they start. Did okay. she really say that or is this just the press? No, she did say that uh, it was akin to the way they made Jews wear armbands and- uh, Yeah, but they're not the gonna Holocaust. round up mask people and fucking put them into rooms no, and gas them. They'll invite them to comedy clubs and movie theaters and- uh, Wait, which concentration camp was that? Well, right, like Camp Universal City Walk. Um, <laughs> Jacob the Liar. Um, I think it's too soon for that joke. Yeah. Okay, I think it's why because well, because be it's not open yet. Joke. Yeah, um, and, yeah I'm. I like. I, I hate rules. I hate the government. I hate people telling me what to do. But, but you're an empathetic this, person. I mean, that's that's the bottom. Well, line. I want to go back to work. I want to live my life so all we need to do is put a piece of fucking cloth over your face and everyone's acting like it's the 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 government reinstated the draft and everyone's first born sons are going off to fight in a foreign land like no it's just a piece of shit on your face what's the fucking deal yeah and think of all the the sacrifices that people made in every world war you know uh sons and daughters going off to war people like hunting for scrap metal, you know, eating, uh, you know, having all the, the 
good food go to the soldiers and you know there there people actually made sacrifices at some point and there's yeah. th this idea that we're somehow entitled because because I don't know why we f why f we feel entitled. Because a couple of white dudes who owned people back uh, a couple hundred years ago said, "Let let's fuck this place up for 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 the rest of time." Freedom yeah. of speech. Yeah, I mean, it, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, etc. Yeah, I think you have to think of that as a, a society and not as an individual. And um, yeah, anyhow, that's. I should have punched that fucking bro in Arizona, or I should have just said, what the fuck are you doing? You cunt. And then just walked away. But you know, yeah, I, I just was like, do I want to get into a screaming match with a guy? I got to go home. And what is it? What is it ever going to accomplish? You're not going to change anyone's mind. You're going to only reinforce what the reason why he went out there. He's like, some fucking snowflakes going to fucking challenge me. and I'm going to throw down. Um, that yeah, I don't just, want to get kicked out of an airport. Maybe he just forgot, and if you reminded him, he would go, "Oh, whoops!" I, how can you forget? It's a and airports are fucking crowded. Yeah, they, yeah, uh, yeah. But you don't see it. your own face. Was it? I, was it? Uh, did it make you feel uncomfortable then? Except for, I mean, aside from the weird broham. No, I just thought, like, wow, that's ballsy. Yeah, but because I, I was in a Korean market during yeah. the beginning of this, and there was an elderly Korean woman not wearing one, and I, I it was more just like. Oh, she's lost. She's confused. Uh, yeah, I walked into an uh, an HK Mart and I forgot it. And I was just walking through there and everybody was staring at me. And I was like, oh, they noticed that I shaved today. Yeah. And it was, nope, nope. That's that guy from that one scene in Friends. Uh, no, they Boy, did no. he get old. Nope. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm still waiting for the, the call for the taping of the HBO special reunion. They haven't called me yet. Um. Anthony, we will get to your email, but he got his second shot a few days ago and he got uh, hit up with 102 fever. That's that's not nothing. Uh, that's pretty bad, but it went away. So he's he's protected. I hope you're well protected and uh, we'll get to your mask story later in the show. Um, so how was it traveling, Steve? What was uh, it was, well... I mean, the Centurion Lounge and Amex is not a sponsor, but just makes the trip so great. Uh, and then we, we went to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And what, the, uh, what, what is there to do in post like the trail and the tail end of uh, the pandemic in Tulsa, Oklahoma? You know, I didn't know much about it, but uh, there are, of course, the Tulsa riots. Oh, so you reenacted them? Uh, yeah, they have a nightly reenactment, a sort of parade kind of uh -huh. like every night at Disneyland. They have fireworks and little, you know, uh, no, I, I just walked by some stuff. And uh, Oklahoma has medical marijuana, okay. oh. which I knew. But when you get off the plane, it's like in your face. And mm. when you drive into town, it is billboards and signs and storefronts. And uh, it just makes me want to tell texas to go fuck themselves even more the texas will be the last day to legalize medical marijuana they'll never ever have recreational and sort of like that's why oklahoma did it because half of the cars in tulsa had texas plates and what the fuck were they doing in tulsa smart buying fucking weed yeah, and then returning back to, to and then texas driving right back to texas where they can do there. like uh unlicensed uh concealed carry Right. Um, that's 
but was it a nice place? Like, did yeah, uh, really interesting architecture. A lot of a lot of churches. Not surprising. Uh, a lot of Art Deco stuff. There's like a little arts district. We went out to dinner. Found out from the waiter that they can't keep the place staffed because everyone is going to work in the weed industry because right. it's they'll pay you $28 an hour to start. Like, uh, I'm not going to work at Walmart. I'm going to go work and pull weed off of the the branch and crack it up and put it in bags. So, yeah, yeah. I, I was a, at a, a large gathering this weekend of like around, you know, I, I guess around 40, 50 of my friends. It was a memorial. Everybody there was, except for one person who was masked was, uh, vaccinated, but it was very eerie being around, so many of pe- people I know without masks. Uh, and it was also really delightful to see everyone. Um, but it was also a very sad occasion too. Um, a friend died in uh, the end of the summer and we we couldn't celebrate until or celebrate his life until just over the weekend. Um, but a friend of mine, she and her husband have a, a restaurant in, in my neighborhood and she was just saying how like they have they have trouble getting people to work for them because um, people are either have their gig job with uh, Amazon, you know, which is a steady gig. They get they get uh, uh, benefits or they're they don't want to give up on unemployment just yet. And it's a it's a little bit disheartening, um, but also it says something about maybe our our uh, minimum wage laws. I don't I don't know. Um, how much does you, a, you saw? You saw friends who didn't want to go back to work because they no, no, they were having trouble hiring people for oh. the restaurant because, oh. like, yeah, so they have a restaurant and they have they they can't keep it staffed because because and to be fair, like the restaurant industry was hit super hard and a lot of people who are working for hourly wages like were looked to something more steady that that was a little more pandemic proof like working for amazon which is you know they're hiring tens of thousands of people every month um which i totally understand you know so i and we have uh listeners who who uh work for amazon so i totally get it um but it was just a, a little bit depressing that like you would think that people well you would hope that people would be excited to to jump back into the the service industry but i guess it's maybe a little too early that'll settle itself out that's what i told the waiter like yeah everyone's jumping into the weed game and then it'll you know yeah the weed game i don't think is going to be sustainable because it grows like a fucking weed. I don't, I don't know if you can make a shit ton of money off of that. Well, you can, but I, yeah, I mean, you know, it'll, it, it, this was a, a, a manufactured recession. It'll, it'll bounce back. Hey, Steve, what's the difference what? between Marjorie Taylor green uh-huh. and, and shooting a heart shaped arrow to cast a love spell? I don't know what, what one is a Cupid stunt. Uh huh. Stupid cunt. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I get so it. does she? Re- she's really like, I'm not wearing a mask because it's just say like I don't want like I- I'm done, and I'd be like, okay, you're done. That's fine. But to say that it's like what they did to the Jews, 
it's kind of insulting well like, yeah but yeah. she's she's basically she's trying to be incendiary she's trying to oh i know what she's yeah, doing yeah, yeah of course it it, yeah. it it didn't bother me but i was just like why why does the news cover this why do people care she's just saying shit so she's in the news so she could raise more money because right-wing nitwits have heard of her like can't the news just talk about something else um yeah well today they announced that uh there's a grand jury investigation into um trump and his organization so that's like that today yeah yeah just at the end of today so, oh leave oh. that guy alone god let that him golf and disappear week. is that a new thing or is that that's new huh uh, i thought yeah. he was already under an investigation no for they're, going, they're moving to the grand jury phase Grand jury. Grand jury is really a very strange tradition. Yeah, I don't understand it completely. Like you can't, the, the rules are much different. They're much more strict. Uh, what, what sort of evidence you can present. Uh, from I thought I it was thinking. the opposite. Um, um, there, you can't, at least what I heard today, like eight minutes before air, that you, you can't present um, hearsay or circumstantial evidence. I don't know. Like, but I know the rules are much different. But it's but it's just people talking, right? My my understanding, and this comes all only from movies and TV shows. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perfect. That's is, better than me. Better than me. Is that a grand jury is a panel of uh, ordinary people who um, are just grabbed off the street, um, and uh, and then or or, or or they might they might have some qualifications, might differ from state to state, but. Uh, it's completely secret, and the uh, prosecutor uh, goes in and makes a case that we should indict this person, and there's no opposite side. So they present information right. to the grand jury and say, we should indict this person in the grand jury. And I guess they're impaneled for a long time, like for months. Six months, yeah, something like that. So you keep, you just have, it's like you have a job and you have to go in there once a week, and the prosecutor says, okay, today we've got Joe Schmo. And we have uh, evidence that he has been uh, dealing drugs. Uh, and this is the evidence that we have. And we want to indict him. Can we indict him? And they say, sure. All right. And uh, that but sounds it, easy. Yeah. It, 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 I mean, it's, and then they have to go to a real trial. There's no burden of, uh, you know, uh, proof like uh, beyond a reasonable doubt or any real burden of anything. Um, so, yeah, it's just I, all, all it leads to is an indictment, which means that person has to go arrested. to trial. Yes, gets arrested and goes to trial. Yep, that's it. All that's right. a good thing to have. Yeah, yeah. It just it just seems a little extra. It's it's a it's like an appendix or something. It's like why don't they just go ahead and indict him since it's impaneled by the prosecutor? The prosecutor is the only person who's saying anything. You know, that's I guess it just keeps the prosecutor from use, oh, abusing it, his or her power. Yeah, the, the state can't just grab people and say, you're going to trial, you're going to trial. At least there's a, a it's a preliminary hearing. That's all. It yeah. Is. It's just, it's just, to me, it's funny because it's called a grand jury. Like it's, yeah, even it's very better. not grand. No, it's just kind of dinky. It's like it pre-com. Jury. It's not, you know, it's not the big thick white load yeah. shot all over your chest. It's like, mm, what's that little white stuff at the end of your dick? Oh, that's a grand jury. Yeah, there's a slight chance you get pregnant, but you can't. It's very, very, very rare. Very, very rare. Um, okay. <laughs> that was really pleasant. Um, Sorry. 
That's where my brain goes. Senior Smoke was asking if we've heard of the old Murphy's, uh, the old Murphy Ranch in Rustic Canyon here in Los Angeles. Uh, mm, no, no, is Rustic Canyon? Yeah, what the Rustic. Fuck is that? it's a by, by Malibu, and uh, basically a restaurant, it was, isn't it? No, no, it was built in the 1930s by Winona and Norman Stevens, who were th sympathizers. Uh, with the Silver Legion of America, a white supremacist anti-Semitic group. And basically, uh -huh. it was designed as a base for Nazi activity in the U.S. Mm, I have heard of that. That's... And Rustic Canyon is also a restaurant in Santa Monica. Oh, yes. It's yes, it is. It is. Absolutely. Um, very fancy. I've never been. Um, <sighs> I hope to someday go to Rustic Canyon and go to a an airport lounge. Um, you keep dreaming, Marty. You I keep know. dreaming. I yeah, believe in you. Dream. Um, yeah. So yeah, they had like a a whole, um, like they had fifty members there training to to fight um, on on the side of the Nazis. Uh huh. Oh wow, that's crazy. You know, there are a lot of people in this country who were uh, in favor of. Hitler and in favor of, of what was going on in Germany before the war. Um, and it, an interesting sort of factoid is that fascism is basically a dirty word now, but it wasn't in the thirties. The uh, Italians, the Ital that Mussolini belonged to the fascist party and that people said, Oh, that's good. Let's, let's hire, let's uh, elect the fascists or have the fascists be in charge. So, and I'm not, I'm not really even, I've never been a completely clear what fascism actually is, not as a, like a, a an insult, but as a, a government. I mean, they talk about the, the corporate state and the state owns a lot of businesses, I think, but I don't know. I don't even know. Isn't what that is. a state, isn't that a state capitalist? Or well, capitalist? state capital. No. You're thinking of state capital? Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Olympia. Yes, Olympia. Juno. Sacramento. Why do they fucking like that shit is burned into my brain from second grade on. What a worthless use of a human's time to memorize the Pierre? state capitals. Is Pierre one? Who knows? Yeah, yeah, that's uh that's North Dakota, I believe. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Uh, it, it's it, it, I, my brain could have been filled with something interesting and something useful and yet I know that Albany is the state capital of New York. Like, who cares? What the state uh, capital what, of New what, Hampshire? Uh, Concord. Really? Um, yeah, Concord. What uh, what useful information should be there that you don't know? Uh, music theory. Oh, okay, sure. So I could communicate to the world through through understanding chord progressions. Not yeah. that Tallahassee is the capital of Florida. Like, Very when good. am I ever going to go there? I'm not going to run for office. You What's the capital there? of Pennsylvania? Oh, Des Moines. No. Yes, no. it is. Look it up. Pennsylvania. Des Moines. Is it one word? Yeah. Well, it's got three syllables. Eerie. No. Yes, it is. Look it up. Marty, wait, what? Marty. I, I can see it on a map, but I can't. Ah, it starts yeah, yeah, with yeah. H. College H. Park. What? College what is it? Park. Harrisburg. Harrisburg. Right, 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 right. See, I. 
What the fuck? So, so you didn't have that in your brain. And well, I did at one point because I was quizzed on. No, 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 no. Your brain was empty there, and you didn't fill it with anything. So that's on you. What are the notes in a major C chord? Uh, C. Very good, very good. What else? E. Uh, <laughs> e. e yeah, yeah. C E G. Yeah. See, you don't need anything more. That's you know. Now you got one chord. That's all the theory you need. That's all e. you need, baby. All yes. E A. And you know e that the capital of Maine is Augusta. Yeah, I knew that. My mother, my mother lives in Augusta, and so it's funny these these states that have capitals that are not the biggest city, because Augusta is, we, I mean, it's got a state capitol building that looks like a state capitol building, and that's it. And then there's a mini mall that has a pizza place. I, I never understood that. Like, why, there's like seventeen people live in Augusta. Why is it? Why is because Tallahassee the capital no, of fucking Florida? Why is Sacramento the capital of California? It's well, the western the western states have capitals when there there was two there were two big cities in California, and the people in San Francisco they said what should be the capital, and they said not L.A. And the people in L.A. said not San Francisco. So that's Great. how we ended up. San with- Diego, it's perfect. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, but <laughs> you guys flip flops, Washington, and you know? Hawaiian shirts. Well, it's San Diego's. I mean, the only place on earth that has better weather than in Los Angeles is San Diego. But right? I, I just uh, why not New York City? That's the capital. That's the center of New York State. No, the why is is to spread out to bring commerce and and business to other parts of the. So how do you explain Boston? That's the center of Massachusetts yeah, and the no capital. There's no other place in Massachusetts that even like that nobody that anybody wants. I was to go gonna to. say I was gonna disagree with you and say what about Worcester? And I was I gonna was say Worcester too. I was too. gonna say Worcester yeah, too. Yeah, think yeah. about Worcester. Worcester. Think about Worcester. Is Worcester going to be the capital of anything? No, no. no. Worcester is where mm-hmm. dreams go to die. Yep, 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 yep. Been there, done that. Springfield, you know, Western Mass. Yes. Springfield, I, I just, I, where, I don't... where basketball was invented. Wait, what's the what's the capital of Rhode Island? Uh, it is Providence. Which is the center of... Well, yes, it's but the Rhode Island doesn't have really any. There's nothing else. But it is. T- it is. It's a two-dimensional figure. It's not. It yeah, is yeah. so small. It's flat. It's Welcome mostly to water. geography talk <laughs> on the pot, you know, on the Smodgo Internet Radio Network. Oh, what's the capital of Delaware? Oh. Can you imagine? It's the, the capital of Delaware. It, it is a this is a state that is so small it could fit inside of this podcast. It is a, you when you're on 95 North driving through it. It's one exit. And and you can tell you're getting to uh, it's like entering Delaware and then it's like then exit gone. 17A yeah. and then it's like entering you, you, Maryland you or whatever is yeah. north of it. Is it Dover? Yeah. It's not See? even Wilmington. Okay. Just stop. We're done. We're done with geography, okay? <laughs> like we've we've lost what little audience we have. Like even like the capital heads, they're listening. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where are my cap heads at? Welcome Sound to off. Heads. <laughs> All right, I will name a state in Iowa. And then the fucking state bird. Like, I, no, I no, remember no, sitting no, no. in a we're, library. We're moving beyond geography. We're moving beyond. We're, we're going to birds. Grade. Nope. 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 <laughs> Marty's What's putting the his state bird down. of, of, of uh, California. There you is know? something that is yeah. too boring for The Mar- California yeah. quail. <laughs> 
It's not the it's not the condor or something nope, like that. It's the California quail. And then the state flower. Like the, what the, the fuck are we doing? California poppy. Well, that I know. All right. Well, then shut up. Okay. Uh, they basically they had no imagination. They and they looked in some sort of dictionary or, or botanical guide, and whatever had California in front of it, they're like, ah, that's our state flower. Did uh, you um? Did you know it was the California quail? Or did you look it up? What? Of course I know. I mean, I was born and raised. Like we were, I was indoctrinated with all sorts of like California knowledge and stuff like that. They like they, when I was growing up, Dick Van Dyke told us to not use water because we had a drought. And so we were all like, we didn't want to make, you know, Dick Van Dyke upset. So we took very short showers and we filled uh, our toilets with pee, you know, uh, and we knew that the state bird was the California quail. John, what's the Massachusetts state flower? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's this is a tr- uh, this is a trick question. A Dunkin' the, Donut crawler, the, a crawler. It's, it's fucking the Darlene. Flaming, She's flaming my fucking, fucking asshole. <laughs> Darlene, <laughs> Darlene down at the Jordan Mash. Down at the Jordan Mash. Oh, She's dang. got wicked huge tits. Going to Wawa's. Uh, I don't know what is, that is. Oh uh, no. That? No. What did store twenty four? What did they have? They didn't have uh seven elevens. No, they had store twenty fours. Store twenty four. But we have how, how late was store twenty four open? Till eleven? About eleven. Yeah, uh, like ten thirty. <laughs> I'm I'm knocking off early, John. Closing to ten forty five. I gotta hit the packy before they close for the what weekend. Kind of, what's the state flower? It's King Arthur. King Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> All purpose. <laughs> Bleached, not that fucking unbleached shit. Uh, Mayflower. The Mayflower. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know it was a flower. And I thought it was a sh- ship. State Rock is the Plymouth Rock. <laughs> state Rock. Um, <sighs> New Hampshire doesn't have any of that because they, they they don't really have a legislature. They meet once a, once a year and say, "How is everything? Pretty good." Let's go down to the state line and wave our fist at Massachusetts for about 40 minutes, then go home. <laughs> hey, this was a great session, guys. Great session. Everybody get their 50 bucks. What I loved in, in I do remember from school that there was a bread war between Massachusetts and Rhode Island in the colonial era. Or, bread war. Was yes. Killed? Yes. People were yeah. killed. And uh, what, what happened was, is people made bread in Boston and Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and then people, entrepreneurs in Rhode Island, undercut them and sold it cheaper. So you would take the carriage down to Rhode Island, buy cheaper bread. And so there was a law on the books in Massachusetts that was still on the books. They had not changed it, that if a citizen of Rhode Island entered Massachusetts, it was legal to shoot and kill them. Is that still on the books? Yes. But I guess, you know, probably would still go to jail. But that was the kind of fun we had back then in the old days. You know, so it's about it's 70 miles, it says here, from Boston to Rhode Island, according to the Internet. And back yeah. that back then, that would take about that would take three about weeks, two, two days. Well, I don't I think it was people living near Ro- the Rhode Island border who would cross over to get cheaper bread. And then they set these laws. I don't think it was Boston to the Rhode Island line. I see. So yeah. if you if you come over and get some bread, we can shoot you. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, well, that makes real sense. real free market thinkers back then. Yeah, that makes sense. Fuckers.
Yeah. I cool. didn't I learned something today that I didn't when sort of plane travel took off in America when jets oh, became God, big. I see what you did there. It took off. Plane travel took off. Oh, when, when, I didn't mean to. No, I don't like that. Oh, you didn't mean to do that? Nope. <laughs> I didn't think you did. That the uh, the government had some agency that set prices for plane tickets and it uh -huh. was ridiculously expensive. Oh, yeah. Like a round trip coach ticket to London was $5,000 in today's mm. money. When was this? Mm. This was like late fifties. Whenever oh, yeah. jet, jet travel became when very popular. Was a thing. Yeah. And, and what airlines had to do was entice since all the prices were set, there was, you know, there was no competition. Everything was the same. Yeah. So they would, they would try like, well, we have an open, you know, we have a kitchen where we'll cook you eggs fresh on the plane. <laughs> like, yeah. like air travel was ridiculously expensive, but there are plenty of seats mm -hmm. and they would cook cigarettes. Uh, the, yeah. There was a galley in there. The there was sometimes lounge. a bar upstairs yeah. with a record player and you could hang out. And yeah. now they deregulated it and you can fly for like $40 across the country, but not these mm -hmm. days. Yeah, it's a little expensive now, but everyone's just itching to get out. Yeah, but uh, I I don't really enjoy plane travel. It's not. Yeah, not no, it used to be it used to be super classy and also super expensive. Yeah, but do you remember it was like the late seventies? I mean, we're all old here, right? Well, so hold hold for Cassandra to say something. Oh wait, she's not. Oh, here. by the way, oh. Cassandra's not feeling well tonight. Which is why she wasn't able to join us. She couldn't take it anymore. But she is listening in. Like she, there's a little square of her just like making disgusted faces at us. <clears throat> yeah. Cassandra thinks this is boring. Uh, John, what were you saying about um, airlines? Oh well, it, 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 I remember it, it was the late '70s. They got deregulated, and you know, they had People's Express come in and. And like Southwest came along, and all of a sudden, all the, the, the like in Pan Am and e, uh, Eastern Airlines, TWA, and TWA, a lot of places went out of business because yeah. they weren't uh, because they they were giving things like pensions and stuff to their employees and taking care of people, and they just couldn't afford to uh, exist anymore. Well, also, I think it was a different business model where like there were the money ballers out there who were you know running running all sorts of uh, algorithms and things and figuring out what was profitable. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And also screwing over the, um, the workers while, yeah. Uh, huh. I, I, do you guys have any big travel plans coming up? Oh my God. We're traveling all over the place. Are you going to take Yogi to, to England? Yep. So we're going to England in September and Shelly's going to, um, Seattle for a week in a couple days. Party! I might go with her for some of that. Um, and then we're going to go to, we're getting our house termited. So we have to leave and go. I guess we're just going to go next door. Um, here. But Shelly's going, actually, Shelly's going to Seattle twice. She's going to a memorial for somebody. And then we're going again. Um, so actually, we're going twice. How about you, Stephen? Uh, not as of yet, not nothing planned. Um, well, you went to Tulsa. I went to Tulsa first time in traveling in 14 months. And it was, it was amazing. Real eye opening experience state. I've never spent any time in, but, uh, the wife told me that she's going to go to 
Hawaii with a friend and and then asked, is that okay? <laughs> I said, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Well, you had no choice as well. Yeah, but she she presented it as a a statement and then retracted that or walked it back and asked me, would you mind if I went without you? And I said, no, go. At the so, memorial I was at, everyone was talking about how they were going to one guy's house at uh, this upcoming weekend. And literally everyone was like, oh, you're going to be there? You're going to be there? And then like just yesterday, that guy said, hey, if you guys want to come, you can come. So mm. um, I guilted my way into uh, a, a, an invite to a party. That was the, the most exciting thing in the near future. And then um, my sister's going to be in, in London filming. And so uh, she has a big apartment. So I'm going to go visit her and get free. Because I've never really... Uh, you guys have both spent time in London, right? I've uh -huh. never been to England. Oh. Uh, I have. Yeah. So how do you feel about it? You're going to shit on it, aren't you? Uh, no, uh, you grew up in Boston. It's like a little tiny London. So it, it felt very familiar. And compared to other cities in Europe, I was just sort of like, eh, it's okay. Great museums. They speak English, sort of. Mm. Um, the channel was super cool. Mm. Oh, but, yeah. But I don't know. I just was like, so this is London. Wow, everything is expensive. Yeah, well, that, that's I, I would never go except like to have free lodging, but then every like the flight is super expensive. And then I'm like, well, Jesus, mm. but when am I going to do have an opportunity? When are you going to go? And uh, just I'm going to stay in my sister's apartment the entire time. I'm not going to leave that place and I'm going to bring to in, save money. Yeah, I'm going to bring um, bring food 14 with 14 packs you. of ramen and just eat them. Uh, be there for seven days, uh, skip breakfast, uh, intermittent fasting and then uh, leave. That sounds like a real you know how to live, Marty. Yep. Let me just say that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, when are you going? When is that going to happen? In August? Yeah. In Be July of August, beginning of August. I hear that's the best time to go. No, I don't. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But um, I, I'm just excited to be anywhere, and I'm very lucky to have this opportunity. So why not? Um, yeah. Is that the movie that she's directing with Aquafina and Sandra O? Oh? No, that oh. is not. Which is not. I don't know if that's public yet. But it is now. It is. Yeah. It is now. <laughs> this podcast isn't really. Well, well this done. is this is more of ham radio. No, this is a uh, a Russo brothers joint, um, so which is kind of cool. I don't know anything about it. We don't talk about such things. Uh, uh -huh. But Sandra will be there at the same time, so that's kind of cool. So that's cool. Yeah, tell her I said hi. Um, yeah, did you ever work with? Tell her, her? she was the, she was the best thing about Arliss. Did you did you work on Arliss? It's not. It's no, <laughs> no. But, but Michelle did. Um. So I, I kind of watched it a few times and I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. But is that Sandra O's pretty good. Yeah, she is quite good. Um, two or, or a few big trailers dropped recently, and, and I don't normally get super excited about them. But um, because it just means you have to wait and I don't like waiting. Um, mm -hmm. One was the Sparks Brothers. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's no. um so Sparks was a band from the early 70s all the way to now. They're from L.A. And 
uh, the, I'm sure you would know they did a song with um, Jane Wideland of the the Go Go's. But anyhow, they were part of like basically every new wave band. Like they were they were the prototype of every new wave band from the early '80s on. Sounds horrible. Uh, yeah, but Edgar Wright um, is uh, he directed it and and basically every big musician from the 80s 90s and to now was is uh who was influenced by them you would know them all uh, they were um interviewed it looks super cool i'm really oh it's a documentary that. documentary documentary oh. yeah and they, Are they they're an english band correct no, no they're from los angeles oh yeah which is kind of cool too like because i thought they were english too until i saw the trailer um never heard of them yeah, yeah. Uh, you would know you know their their that song they did with Jane Wideland. I think it was in movies and stuff like that. But anyhow, super cool. Um, oh, now I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. I think. I, wow, so I think wow, that's like interesting because I'm not. That sounds terrible. Well, I, I, I think. I, well, Edgar Wright is one of my favorite directors that's working right sure. now. Sure, he's so, brilliant. Yeah, and I, I trust his his taste, and he's a music nerd, and I'm not quite a music nerd, but. I know Steve, you are, so I think you would appreciate it. Um, and then- no, I, I that uh, ticks a box for me because I really loved that documentary, Dig, and I had mm. never listened to either of those bands. Yeah, yeah. So that was the- or just like heard like, oh, what is this? What is it? The Jamestown, uh, Brian Jamestown, Brian, Jonestown, Brian Mas- Jonestown Massacre, Massacre, and what was the other band? Baruch Assault, but no, not. No, no, I don't no, know. Not, uh, it was guys. It was, but uh, yeah, it was. No, there band. was a girl in the band too. Oh, well, there that was a problem. No, Brian Jones and Massacre, they're the ones who went down, right? While the other band went up. But anyhow, yeah, this is like, it's sort of about these um, sort of... Uh, Danny Warhols. Uh, Danny Warhols, right. Um, th- this hailed but, um, hailed but failed band, but also they're beloved. So it's kind See, of... See, I love, I, those docs I absolutely love. I love, was it a, a band called Death? About these yeah, Detroit guys who were like Detroit proto punk rock, yeah, all like three black dudes. No one's ever heard of them. But great music, yeah. And you know, I just I, I don't know. That's a, like a sweet spot for me. I just love bands you never heard of that well, musicians that I respect, yeah, you know, were influenced by or played with, and I don't know. That's I'm in now. I didn't know. That, I thought it was another stupid Edgar Wright movie. Oh no, a that, that kid driving a car. No, no, that that trailer dropped as well, um, just today. Oh, and that was uh, last night in Soho, uh, that's starring Thomas and McKenzie, and uh, uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Like like these two very talented actresses. I I find them both talented. But while the trailer was playing, I was convinced that it was three day three D animation because they both looked like cartoon characters. Huh. Um, yeah, because you know Anna Taylor Joy, she, she's got those crazy frog eyes, and um, yeah, she's got she a looks, weird mouth. Yeah, she's a uh, she's yeah, she looks like she was designed in a lab. Yeah, and Thomas and Mackenzie, like, is was one lab adjacent to Anna Taylor Joy, uh, but basically, it looks like a, a sort of seventies sort of Andy Warholly era version of Repulsion, and so Repulsion is one of my favorite movies. Uh, um, yeah, sorry for I'm not defending the director, but uh, I am very interested in seeing it. It looks really cool. Um, 
So, which one is Repulsion? I'm trying to remember. Repulsion, I, that's a Roman Polanski film. I, yeah, I know, I know. But yeah. which, like, what happens so in Catherine it? Catherine Deneuve is just going crazy in her apartment. That's basically Oh, it. that one. And it's always some chick going, having something horrible happening to her in an apartment. Oh, well, no. If you Mia Farrow is having a devil's baby in well, her apartment. Yeah, there, there's that whole theory of, like, after his wife, Sharon Tate, died, like, basically every heroine in his movie died for, like, five movies in a row. Um, but like the tenant, his Macbeth, uh, yeah, Macbeth yeah. is having a bad time in his right, apartment. Right. All the way up to frantic, <laughs> you know, where Chinatown. Jack Nicholson no, is having and, a hard time. And in frantic, his, apartment. his his girlfriend at the time gets shot in the back. And uh, sorry if you meant to see that, but uh, the tenant was one that he did with Burgess Meredith and Shelley Winters. And yep, that's a bad time Isabella. in an apartment. But it was him. He was the one who signed. Yeah, fearless vampire killers. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, his then wife who was murdered, uh, and sure, him hey. having a bad time in an apartment. No, no, they were in a cabin. I think. Oh, they're in a cabin in yeah. Fearless Vampire. I yeah. thought they were in an apartment. I don't know. We'll never know. Uh, so anyhow, now, um, now last gonna... Taylor in uh, last Taylor last night in Soho is looks really really cool. I'm very excited about it. The last trailer that I saw that I was super excited about seeing was the Eternals. This is the Marvel movie that's coming out in November. John, you're a Marvel guy, right? Are you? A Marvel I guy? am a Marvel guy. Sure. If you want to, you want to paint me with that brush. I'll I'll accept the paint. All right. Just. Um, <laughs> Open up, open wide. What? Wait, that's not paint. That's uh, salty. All right, Jesus. All right, John made it weird. That's <laughs> we need. We need a little stinger of John made it weird, and then we can just pop it in there. There you go. Um, did you see the Eternals trailer? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. did I did saw the Eternals the... trailer. Yep. Did mm -hmm. you read the what? Eternals, the the Jack Kirby Eternals back in the day? No, no, I I read uh, I read one Jack Kirby joint uh, called Omac, and I, that when I was eight, and I that cured like, me of Jack Kirby. It's I like thought a this nightmare. guy. Yep, he he left Marvel in a huff and went to DC, and they said you can do whatever you want, and he did that. The New Gods, right? And, no, there was Omac, which Omac. Man, oh, right. Omac was one man army, and oh, that right, was right, right. terrible. Uh, oh no, one man army corps. So it's Omac. And then, uh, so then the new gods came along and I was like, no, oh, I think I'll skip this. This is, it's, first of all, I don't like his art. And then if you're going to let him write, yeah, man, he came up with Captain America and, you know, the, in the World War II. Uh, yeah, without, he came uh, up with the World War II. Well done, Jack Kirby. Just to sell some comic books, you, you killed hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, no, yeah, I'm not a big. I, and then the Eternals looked exactly like the New Gods, it's like he came right. back to Marvel, right? And did uh, I think I think the New Gods was first, right? I, you know, I could never keep them straight. You know. Anyway, I'm not a big. I'm I'm not a big uh, Jack Kirby on his own fan. But what did you think of the trailer? Uh, well, you know, honestly, I I I am prejudiced against Jack Kirby, and I'm sort of the Eternals. I don't really know what the story is, but from the trailer, it's basically like Not, these are these are actually where the gods came from, and they live forever. And I don't care. Not so, enough white people. Is that what you're saying? Huh? You're saying not enough white people? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Not. It was just recorded, I and mean, this will be played. So there was. There's some. There's some. Uh, the lady who was in. Uh, who was. Uh, the perfect woman in um, Crazy Rich Asians, who that 
guy uh, cheated on Candace Dork. Wu. Is that her name? Candace no, Wu? No, no, not Jenna Candace Chan. Wu. Jenna Chan. Is that her name? So she's the lead. She's like the lead. Um, what I got from the trailer is that the the two bosses of the Eternals basically make out all the time. I'm in. Yeah. What, what's wrong with that? Not, well, it's just uh, it's just strange because the trailer lasts for a minute and a half, and you get that scent. They they kiss like eight times in the trailer. Um, so I know that we got that going for us. And then, uh, if you watch it enough times, they kiss two hundred and fifty six times. And that's what you did. Maybe. So you know, I'm I'm I. Uh, Marvel has done has an incredible track record. Every movie they've made has been. Um, you know, above a four. Oh um, yeah, I have to retract something I said earlier on the show, uh, and I believe it was when Cassandra was diving into the 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 Avengers canon. When you yeah. shot on uh, Ragnarok, what? You shot on Ragnarok. Yeah, it's. I mean, no, I, I I stand by my like. It's okay. It's no Guardians of the Galaxy. But she said she liked Captain Marvel, and I went. I couldn't even. I turned it off. Mm-hmm. I was like, I I don't get this. I'm not enjoying it. And I think I was just in a really terrible mood because I sat down, watched it, and just loved the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. I love how quickly the story gets going where Nick Fury is just with her. Like, there's, mm-hmm. they don't have 10 pages of what's going on and what's this. And, and I, I, two I, eyes. I, yeah, they just get into it. And she's mm-hmm. really good. It's very entertaining. It moves at a great pace. I was I was just in a horrible mood when I was first watching it. Oh, I don't know. I take I, like I take that. back what I yeah, said. Yeah, there, there's a there are a couple of great fight scenes in that. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So I'm I'm looking. I think the Eternals is is going to be good. I just uh, I. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. I don't. I, yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. Like you know, it ended on a button that was supposed to be a joke that didn't. That's kind of was flat. Um, you know, when someone kid says, uh, who do you think could lead the Avengers? And then the guy who I don't know, some white guy says like, I could lead the Avengers. And then everybody laughs. And like, mm-hmm. that, that, it's not really a joke because I don't know no. who he is. You know? Yeah. There's no context. No context. Yeah. Yeah. Did you uh, watch any of the, uh, the Inhumans, the TV show? <laughs> I, I think I tried to, and yeah. It was awful. Yeah, it was god-awful. Yeah. yeah, so that was also Jack Kirby, right? You know, wasn't that? Like, the Inhumans? I think it was. because yeah, he had Medusa with the hair, and then there was yeah. a guy who could speak who had the... Black Bolt. Black Bolt and, and the dog. and The dumb you know. dog, and, and yeah, it was... Okay, Humphrey, was, I think his name was, but... Uh, yeah, it was oh, terrifying. I don't think it was dumb, but... Um, blind what's what's inhumans where does it live oh it was a marvel thing like, no but where what what platform does oh it... it was like on some cable thing like i don't know star abc light. stars light i think it was um uh little know. hbo <laughs> little hbo <laughs> little hbo <laughs> hbo it's, junior it's, it's it's spelled with uh not capitalized it's yeah. not capitalized yeah, yeah. cinemax light yeah, like target <laughs> target with a big big t and target with a little t uh yeah that's ah, a pass i don't yeah. pass yeah i mean it, like yeah you you can't make everything gold and that's fine um so i 
am at a place right now and John and Steve because I look to you guys because you guys have your shit better together than I do. Uh, I, I don't sleep well. I haven't slept well. Slept well. I can't speak <laughs> speak good. Yeah, um, you know. So you're I, gonna talk to two people who don't sleep well for advice? Well, but you guys seem to to have a, a, a better demeanor than I do. I I'm more quick to anger than you guys. Really? Uh, oh, and when he gets drunk, it's oh, like oh, I'm drunk right now. He's the Hulk. Okay, you interrupted me. Ah, but I you know I get frustrated and um. So, yeah, basically my work life has changed so it's just work and no life. Uh-huh. Uh, and so and on the weekdays I, I average like 3 hours of sleep a night and I don't know how to get out of that. I, I tried uh, edibles, I tried meditation, I tried melatonin. Um I'm going to keep trying all three of those things, but I, I was wondering what you guys had. And there's just also just the stress of just being stuck at home, I guess. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. stress. Uh, well, uh, you, you run every day, right? Pretty I do. Much? I do. No, every day. Yeah. Not very yeah. far, but I run every day. Well, you, you exercise every day. I do. Um, and, and that's something you're supposed to do. If you, if you meditate, uh, if you tried meditation. Yeah. yeah you I, said he tried meditation. Yeah. Right. I, so I, you. And I stopped drinking and, you know, and, and that did not affect my sleep at all. I really, I genuinely thought like, oh yeah, that, cause I, I'm a, I like drink. So, but. so my, my brother, I was just talking to my brother just like two hours ago and he said, this is what he does. Uh-huh. So what he does is he has a, a sort of the mental rules and he says it kind of works. He, fo- he, he when in between, he's, focuses on his breathing so he just when he's breathing in he's thinking about breathing in breathing out he's thinking about breathing out and in between that he says his rules are he has to think about um the fact that he's thinking about breathing and um and just a few other things and 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 think about how boring it is just to think about breathing and 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 uh that seemed like a a good thing i i uh actually have a kind of a funny story uh, or maybe let me just say I have a story. <laughs> thank, thank you for properly prefacing that. Thank you, thank you. So I I've tried over the past year. I realized that my thoughts keep me awake, even if they're really boring thoughts. Like I don't have to be. I'm not worrying about things. I just think, and I find my own thoughts kind of fascinating, I guess, and they keep me awake. They, they're enervating, right? Like I think about stuff and I keep on thinking about it. But if I'm focused on something outside of my brain, like an audio book, then um, I am able to fall asleep. Um, but uh, the problem is that I I get derailed from thinking I don't focus on it. But when I do, I actually can fall asleep. And I've been listening to these history books that I get from the library uh, by Doris Kearns Goodwin and Ron noted, noted plagiarist Doris yeah. Goodwin Kearns whatever her name is um, and uh, Ron Chernow and David McCullough and uh, and I I've never really listened to these nonfiction books because I know how they end so I don't find them that interesting but they do hold my interest while they're being read and but I realized and it took me a, like a year and a half to realize this because I listened to them for about an hour a night and most of them like last for 15, 15 hours, hours. And, yeah yeah and uh but almost all the ones that i really like or read by uh 
Edward Herman, the guy who oh right who was the on the Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah. And he's just got the best voice, and I didn't realize it was the same voice from the Lost Girl, Lost Boys. Wasn't he in Lost? Boys? No, Gilmore Girls, not the Lost Boys. Was he in the Lost Boys? I I don't know. We'll never. Edward know. Herman is a is a he's just got this wonderful rich baritone and and he's very uh he's great and, and I, I i it's just funny to me that i didn't realize i was listening to the same voice for a year and that's what put me to bed see i'm really glad i didn't say that was funny because that wasn't funny uh, oh yes. the funny part isn't coming no there's no more funny part. oh that was, that was, yeah that's more of a hmm he was the <laughs> hmm. he was the oh, hold on. i'll be michael barbaro Ma- michael michael barbaro this hmm. is Michael. Hmm. Hmm. So hmm. I was thinking what we could do is is whenever we have a conversation, like throughout for the rest of the show, we could be Michael Barbaro and 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 just go, hmm. Huh. Hmm. 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 Uh Michael, hmm. I mean Edward Herman was in he was the he was the head vampire in Lost Boys. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he um yeah. He would because he was like this unassuming guy in it. And uh, like he was just like the, the cool dad, the stepdad, or whatever. But he was actually the the evil guy. I don't. I'm not. I, I might not have actually seen that movie. Oh, it's uh, not a, not as Skip good it. as people say it is. But yeah. Skip it. Yep. 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 Um, do you guys want to do some email, or do you guys want to do a debate? Hmm. 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 And you, if you guys do the debate, you have to do it as Michael Barbaro. Let's hmm. do email. I, I got I, the the wife is uh, texting me from the plane, so let, let's. I, I'm gonna. I'm not long for this world. Well, then that's all the more reason to do uh, the debate. No, because I'm already ill focused, so I'm thinking How about is it any different. Uh, what exit I got to get off the five to pick her up at it's the airport? Really I, easy. Buena Vista. You know, it's just done. I know, but I fuck it up every time. Uh, I sleep with the aid of music and one band in particular who, uh, I Rage Against the Machine? No, not the Grateful Dead, no. Uh, Boards of Canada, a Swedish band, of course, who make very minimalistic, ambient kind of techno. they're Swedish. No, they're from, uh, they're from Scotland. Yeah. Scottish. What did I say? Yeah, Swedish. I said Swedish? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, my mind is somewhere else. But a lot of their music bounces from left to right, speaker-wise. Oh, cool. Which is how... We're going to dip into the mail sack. EMDR. So I find that it helps me sleep when I have the oscillating sort of sounds back and forth. And there's just a lot of depth to the sound. Uh, yeah, yeah, they that was really great. build like a sort of a soundscape, not unlike like, a Brian Eno. Yeah. But it's a little more modern sounding. And I just I have all their albums on Spotify and I just put it on random and I'm within okay. an hour. Sorry, Steve, who are you talking about? I'm asleep. Uh, Boards uh, of Canada. Yeah, They're this, right. uh, this, yeah, the Swedish that. rock band that inspired Swedish, uh, different, they're Swedes from uh, Edgar Wright's documentary. Swedish, uh, yeah, that folk band from Sweden. From that reminds me of something I used to do when I was in, real younger and I couldn't get sleep is to very slightly rock my head back and forth. Yep. There's something about the right, left and right brain hemisphere thing and sleep and you can, there are EMDR 
podcast channels where they'll just have a sound go back and forth. But huh. that that seems to calm my monkey brain. So I, you know what, what try. The, the, I get like five minutes of sleep when I watch or not watch, but play a tech video where people benchmark video cards and I don't, don't pay attention. I'm not interested in video mm. cards, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad. And that's how we get five minutes of sleep from 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. Have you tried whacking off? Yeah, that works for me. Yeah. When you whack off, I fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Sylvain just got his wings. Hey, guys. So, some really terrific news. Wait, uh, someone's my wife. Hey, guys. What? All right, this is Anthony from Moab. Guys, so some really terrific news. Um, my wife is now an American citizen. Yeah, she just got sworn in. Mine too. So, like, uh, I guess at one o'clock is when she did it. So, yeah, my wife's an American citizen now. Ha! Now she's next. Um, the numbness in my arms are going down. Like I can feel. I can start feeling in my hand. That's awesome. Well, and have a good one later, Murps. Awesome. Is his wife not born in America? Yeah, I think she's Colombian. I think you can uh, jump to that conclusion, Stephen. Yeah, I think she's uh, South American. I Ah. I, I will be corrected if I'm wrong, but I believe that's... Welcome. Now, give us 30% of your income and put on a fucking mask. (laughs) Welcome to America. Everything is taxed. Um, and there's something see. called a grand jury, which is really more like pre-cum. Did we read? Uh, uh, did we? Did Cassandra read? She read uh, email last week, right? Yeah. Yes, because Micah emailed in. Um, then Mackenzie emailed in from Cedar Rapids. Um, That's the capital of Maryland, right? Yeah, it's the capital of Maryland, uh, Cedar Rapids, <laughs> Iowa. Um, and oh yeah, because he had he, he her husband uh, was in the barbecue competition. We, we read oh yes. Um, and then Noah said, um, oh, he emailed about um, anime. Uh-huh. Yeah, this was all last week. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Try and keep up, Marty. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a called a production meeting. Yeah, yeah. They're very yeah. boring and they're we'll ill. The behind oh. the curtain. Oh, no, no, here's one. Here's one. Um <laughs> uh, so glad you interrupted Steve to play the, Luke, the mail yeah. mail mailbox. Because he was ready to go. Everything was queued up. All the kinks have been worked out. This is like watching some idiot check their emails. No, no, Luke, uh, Luke says that he, <laughs> No, 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 no. Yes, yes, it is. How it did, literally no, no, is. Le, I'm reading you, Luke says. I'm watching you look at your computer Luke going. Luke says that he has um, a, a very good business idea for our podcast. So, Oh, uh, yeah? And yeah. what is yeah. it? I don't it's called know. Wear the T-shirts. It's called, it's, <laughs> it's called uh, so Ring, Noah, Rip the Fans Off by Not Giving Them T-shirts. Noah says, here, this is what Noah said. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Noah. Um, figured I would send a audio clip since uh, you guys were not uh, eager to read my uh, 
last email. Uh, but th- that's not, that's okay. That's 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 fine. Um, the, the point is, I, I just I like show. anime and I like sharing it with people. So um, I'm very very eager, obviously, to uh, share it. And I figured I'd just report it because you know, got these good mics. So why not? There was a specific part in the email that I really wanted to be read, and I put it at the end, which was by that time it was skipped over. Uh, it's fine. Thanks, it's fine. You know, it's whatever. Um, uh, my favorite anime is Mushishi. It's won many awards in Japan. Basically, the best way to explain it is that it's an episodic series that follows Kinko, a uh, Mushi master. He dedicates his life to um, protecting people from supernatural creatures called Mushi. He's kind of like a traveling doctor. And the show has a lot of vibes. It, it's mysterious, melancholy, mostly melancholy. Uh, scary at times. It's tragic and kind of wholesome. Uh, it, it has very beautiful animation. It takes place in 19th century Japan, which is, you know, very beautiful era of Japan. And uh, unfortunately, the show doesn't really pick up until episode three or four. So totally not blame you guys for skipping the first two episodes. They're not very interesting. Uh, but I, I really can't uh, express any more that I fucking love this show. And I, I would love if you guys check it out. If you have any interest, uh, definitely recommend that. And then now uh, let's see. Uh, Steven said that he won my opinion on Yasuke. Uh, yeah, I there's kind of like a three episode rule for anime. I don't always follow it, but basically your show is supposed to take at least supposed to, if the show isn't good by three episodes, you don't have to watch it. That's kind of like the consensus, but you have to give it at least three episodes. I did. Uh, it, it was okay. I I kind of I'm kind of I'm gonna drop it, but uh, my my friend enjoys it, so I'm probably gonna have to end up watching more because uh, just want something to talk about, you know. Your friend likes something, just keep watching it. Anyways, uh, Mar- Marty asked how he felt about the CGI in Tekken Titan. Yeah, I I thought the new season was the best looking season by far. Uh, usually CGI can look like jarring and janky, can really take you out of it sometimes. But I didn't really feel that way about the use in the recent season. I thought it blended really well. I actually didn't realize it until it was mentioned. So uh, that says a lot. I I it, it didn't pull me out at all. And I mean, the characters in the art style looks more or less exactly the same as the last seasons. I don't know. I liked it. It was cool. And then uh, New Castlevania season came out. Uh, fucking love that shit. So if you haven't watched Castlevania, I, I feel like you guys did I at did some point, not, possibly. Netflix, uh, but that shit is really good. The last season was, was awesome. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, I figured I would just record it soon. Make it a little easier for you guys to uh, sit through my shit. So have a good one. Thanks a lot. Peace. Noah, thank you so much. And yeah, you know what? Here's a new rule. Everyone record your audio. Listening to Marty and whatever yeah, ADD Cassandra, he has. Cassandra read it last week. Not yeah, me. and she can't read either. I, John's blind and I'm functionally <laughs> illiterate. Like that was clear. I understood it. I could hear it. Uh, a long. That new rule. Record your emails. Keep it under two. You know. This is my good night. I'm going to download Mushishishi and watch it because it sounds really yeah, it good. Really good. And, watch, uh, watch Castlevania too. That I, I, I want to check that out. Yogi, Yogi, check. Yogi was watching that, and I, I walked into the man. It is nuts. That, that yeah, I need, I need nuts. Crazy. And, uh, yeah. Yes, you can. By didn't the way, quite Anthony's, Anthony's wife is from Turkey. She's Turkish. And, uh, South yeah. America, Turkey, yeah, yeah, you know. same, same thing. And, you know, I mean, I work for there's a lot of cumin company. in both their foods. Uh, there's a uh, lot of friction there? between Turkey Ar- and Armenia. 
and uh, South America? No, no, uh, you were talking over me. Um, story. Well, you won't. I, you won't have me to kick around anymore. I'm leaving. Goodbye. All right. Bye, Steve. Bye, Steve. Say hi to Lance Mountain. Uh, okay. So here's one from Anthony, and he's got a story for us. Hopefully, under two minutes. Hey, we love. Actually, the best ones are the ones that you send in because. I do read really poorly these emails, so I apologize, but not in this case. Okay, this is what Anthony says. And I guarantee... The... All right, I'm just going to play it. I'm just going to play it. So I got a story about people not wearing a mask indoors before the mandate was ended. There was a guy, he probably weighed about 300 pounds and he looked like a miniature Incredible Hulk. You know, he was probably six foot tall. And we went to this dinosaur exhibit thing that's here, here in Moab, a little right there. And uh, <clears throat> we go in to watch this 3D movie. My wife and I sit down in the front row. We had our son, so we sit there. Everybody that was in there, there was probably a total of 20 people in there watching this movie. Everybody had a mask on. And then this big old thick fucking guy with his family comes in, and their kids had masks, but the mom and dad didn't. And they sat down right behind us. And These are dangerous times. I look back and I'm like, hey, dude, put, can you put your mask on? And he looks at me, no, because they fog up my glasses. And I instantly replied, I'm wearing glasses and I have a mask on and they're not getting foggy. So I don't understand what your problem is. And then I could hear, I could feel him glaring at me because I just turned my head back and was looking up at the screen. I could just feel his dagger eyes trying to stab me, but I didn't care. And then he leans over to his wife and he's like, look at these people trying to tell us what to do. And instantly I leaned over to my wife and said, it's funny how Utah or Grand County still has a mask mandate. It's weird, huh? And then I leaned back and started watching the movie and... A few minutes later, I look back and both of them are wearing a mask. It was yeah. <laughs> nice off about that afterwards. That Thanks, is the, enjoy. that is the way to do it. That story was one minute fifty nine seconds. Oh wait, I didn't listen to it though. No, no, it's a great story. Uh, because that's yeah, like people. I don't. I think there's a way to call people on their shit that doesn't. Um, that's not confrontational and. Yeah, I think that was well done. I, I don't know if I would have the, the class to, to pull that off. I would have just uh, probably left and, and watched the, the movie, whatever it was, on my phone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it was kind of confrontational. It, it just it, worked out really well. It right. just worked out well. It, but it, it was... The guy, the other guy, the giant guy, backed down, put on his mask. Yes. And so that it was, it was, it felt like, you know, the good guy won. Yes. And, but he did have to confront him. Right. But it was not the, the belligerence that we see, you know, in, in uh, all the Reddit videos or whatever, you know, it was just like the, there was a reasonable confrontation. And I, I appreciate that. And I think that's. Well, I, the, the, the confrontations where um, nothing really uh happens except people go well i disagree with you well i disagree with you too but this is the rule okay 
those things don't really rise to the top of the social media hierarchy. And yet it's basically every episode of this podcast. Uh, it is? Yeah, just see? See? Just disagreeing, you know, no, like... like... I'll, you know what? We got uh, we got about a half hour left if we want to keep going. I'm just going to agree with everything you say. See how it no, goes. I don't yes. want to do that. Oh, no, no. Yes, wait. Yeah, yes. Uh, so how did your... So your brother basically thinks about thinking about he just he just focuses on his on his breathing, breathing. right and then and then thinks about focusing on his breathing and um and I guess and you know he just continues to just divert uh, pay attention to his his breathing and if he thinks about how boring it is to do that he thinks about how boring it is to do that so he's got like a uh a rules about what he can think about i i see i'm a rule breaker because i just go to like oh it's more fun to think about you know bright like shiny john's car keys like jingling in the wind like like that that to me is more interesting than thinking about my breathing you know, here's another another technique that that I I uh, was given to me by a friend who who suggested this, and I've tried it, and it kind of works. Um, you squeeze your toes, right? Mm -hmm. Like tense up your toes, yep. and then relax them, and then say to yourself, "Good night, toes." And then you squeeze your feet, you just work up and your relax body. them, and you work up the whole body. All right. And if and when I've done that, I've I've either fallen asleep or stopped doing it because I thought of something and I started thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any focus, even though I meditate every day, trying to yeah control my brain a little bit. But even though you meditate, when you when you started meditating, did it improve your sleep at all? Uh, I've been meditating forever. Um, I yes, it did. I mean, I I stopped meditating, um, uh, and when I started that back up again, it, it, it helped a little bit. Um, and what, one of the things that happened is I used to have migraines when I was younger and when I started meditating it, the uh, migraines stopped happening. That might've been because, uh, I was less stressed out, um, uh, for other reasons or mm. whatever yeah. I grew out of them. But I, I think I always think that there's some kind of connection. Hmm. I think, I, I think meditation is, is, is really, uh, a, a good thing to do. It's, it's good for you. Right. On just a physical level. Right. And I think it's good to understand that your mind is always coming up with stuff. That's really one of the main yeah. things you get out of meditation is that concentrating just on your breath is nearly impossible, but it's okay. And the more you sort of say, okay, it's okay. I just started, my mind just started spinning out of control. And your mind is, is always active and, and coming up with stuff. It has n and and you have emotional states that have nothing to do with what's actually going on around you. It's right, just right. And and most people aren't, aren't aware of the fact that they're they're just they're not even reacting to the world. They're just reacting to their own mind, just coming up with shit, and but and you, valuing that over reality. Right, or or paying attention to noise instead of the the quiet parts of your mind too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Another thing, my and it's I, so I just wanted to bring this up because we talked about this early. We we talked around basically the unbelievably stupid sort of world we live in that's just filled with stupid people. 
who are getting upset about things that don't make any sense to us, right? So we're, you and I are in a, our own little media bubble, information bubble. We have political we bubble. Agree, yeah, we b- agree on most things. Um, and so it's only because you said you were going to at the beginning of the segment. But right, go on, right. Go on. Ex- you're absolutely right about that, Marty. Uh, you're am, am absolutely right. right. As Tell usual. Tell me how right I am. You're so right that it's just, you're so right you're left. That's you go all the way around the world going hear. left. All right. To be right. Anyway, so the the uh, thing my brother brought up this woman who he did a he's a sound guy and he he did a documentary and uh, they interviewed this woman who was uh, up in she was in the Reagan administration. So this is a, a long time ago. She was in uh, involved in education in the Reagan administration and she was talking about something called a UN movement called twenty um, first uh, century something. You know twenty. Uh, 21st century, um, 20, 21 goals or something like that. In the context of that, she said basically that, that critical thinking, teaching critical thinking, they call it critical thinking, but what they're really teaching kids is to, is to not be religious and to disobey their parents. And the whole thing is actually a conspiracy by faceless Satan, Satanists. According to whom? This woman that he interviewed, interviewed oh, okay. just yeah. this sort of conservative person who basically was saying critical thinking is actually evil. Right, 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 right. Because you're you know, you're actually questioning the Bible or whatever. You're questioning gospel. You're questioning the establishment. I, it, it's funny because it's actually it leads to that. The f- critical thinking leads to questioning authority, which leads to questioning religion and questioning your parents' authority, right. which is wrong and bad. And it's just, it's just like, I mean, how do you, how do you, how do you, first of all, how do you come, how can you be a, like a functioning human and think that, you know, I, I just don't, I don't understand it. And, and to just get really, really pissed off about wearing masks as if that's, you know, or, 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 and, and this is, I mean, honestly, I, I don't like to bring this up, but. But how on earth is like uh, basically a third of this country in it, mostly mostly rural poor, rural lower middle class people? F- how do they how do they like fall in love with an orange billionaire who's been married three times? I mean, you know, is Donald Trump a liar? He's a real estate mogul in New York. He has to be a liar. Is he mobbed up? He's a fucking real estate mogul in New Jersey and New York. He has to be mobbed up. Is he his Trump Tower is filled with Russian oligarchs. Like that's who lives there. That's who pays him to be to, you know, that's who belong. It's like you, these you are just sound like a, a, a the puppet a, a puppet of the left. Me? I am yeah, that's exactly what I am. I'm a puppet of yeah. the left. I, no, I mean I I like yeah, and I think it'll be so interesting and you know, I, I am like, so when, when Nixon was uh, resigned from the White House, he, he yeah. was pardoned by Gerald Ford. And yeah. I think the rationale behind it was that President Ford wanted to move on and, and move past this painful time. Yeah. Um, I don't think I, I would feel that same way in this situation that we're in right now. And I, I, I kind of want, I do want fact finding and I, I don't need to know that he doesn't need to go to prison that but that would be fine if he if he did something that was criminal 
but I do want to have some sense of closure to just basically understand this past year. And, and I think we're at a time when, you know, at any given point in history, like a third of the, com- the, the population thinks crazy ass shit. They, they believe that, uh, you know, they can pick lottery numbers by, you know, throwing darts, or they believe that uh, Satan compels them to masturbate three times a day, whatever it is. But I do it because it feels good. Right. But that that's that is a a good thing as well. And it helps Marty sleep. And it helps me sleep so soundly um, because I know that you're not you're somehow preoccupied and you're not going to kill me in my sleep Um, (laughs) in my lack of sleep. Uh, But I I think that like the right now the we're in a time when those crazies can find each other, you know, and right. And that that is, that is the scary part. Well, it's 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 you look at you look at uh, this sort of reality distortion that we're living in, right? And then, you know, according to me, right? According to my worldview, your, your simulation versus my, my simulation, simulation, yeah, my my assumptions based on what I know, which is like you know, science and liberal media, or whatever. Um, then I, I think it seems like you know a third of this country is is just basically feeding on false information um do you know what the big lie originally referred to no i don't so the big lie was uh propagated by um a number of politicians and um and media outlets in germany after uh world war one and the big lie was that the intellectuals and the jews um, forced the Kaiser Wilhelm to Wilhelm to um, uh, sign the, the to, to quit the you know to quit the war to to surrender, and that Germany would have won if it hadn't been for that. And they, that started almost immediately, and it was it and it kept on. And people thought it would just go away because it wasn't true. But it, it was wasn't based on meddling kids and that mangy mutt. Yep. Yeah. And they kept on going and kept on going and became the foundational belief of the Nazi party. Um, and the and and it lasted from, you know, uh, the 30s through, you know, 1945. Wow. And led to a world war that killed millions and millions and millions of people, probably. And, you know, it's interesting because uh, that is the only war in all of human history where pretty much everybody agrees who the bad guys were. Um, yeah. But I, I'm only but, laughing because of, of that uh, Mitchell and Webb uh, sketch that I've mentioned before, you know, when they're in the, the trenches and he's look, you know, uh, David Webb is, or, or no, uh, whatever. Uh, Mitchell is looking at the skull and he's like, are we the baddies? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 t- I told you about that, that review of, uh, uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade that I mention in every single one of my classes. The, the, there's a sentence that I always remember: if Hollywood, uh, if the Nazis didn't exist, Hollywood would have invented them. Yeah. Because yeah. even if you look back throughout film history before World War II, we hated arrogant people who were mean to people who are weaker than them, and we hated 
um, people who are more powerful and we hated people who are sure of themselves. That's the like the characteristics of the antagonists in American movies in the 30s, in the 20s. Yeah, no, this I think I, that's human nature, right? Like, you know, no, no, it's not human oh, really? nature. Interesting. Okay. No, it's American culture. I mean, think uh, about yeah. it. Like, think about like other cultures. Right. Like, right. for instance, uh, for instance, Russia, um, Russian culture, or or uh, to a certain degree, Chinese culture. How right? dare you? you you go back no you go back in time you? and and there's this there's this worship of the powerful figure right there's this you know there's certain cultures that really really think that one person you know is imbued with all the power and They're european called iron man yeah you know yeah and that's why like uh the, you know there's a the science science fiction writer ted chang are you familiar with him uh, yeah, yeah, and and did we talk about him last week? And just how? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just how he thinks that superheroes are just like it's ju- you're just celebrating the gods or whatever, and it's it, it's sort of this sort of proto-fascist type of uh, like hero worship, you know? Well, yeah, but but in in American culture, those proto-fascist heroes always have a, a sense of humanity, and they always have a sense of kindness to the weak to the puppy dogs and the weak and they're always protecting people that's a, that's an american the you know john wayne comes in and takes care of the person who everyone else is um beating on well one thing i like about attack on titan and i have not made it my way through it completely but it is about these people who are just just so oppressed and it is like this feeling of helplessness and and uh it's and it it gets into like, some very not so subtle sort of fascist allegories and mm-hmm. weird sort of eugenics not eugenics uh um uh, uh genocidal stuff you know uh forced sterilization whatever uh spoiler alert but but i think it's it's a great starting point for an interesting story uh like i said not super subtle but fun it's fun to think about you know yeah and uh, and that's why i think invincible is a great show on on amazon where it's about superheroes it's much more interesting than the boys which i i enjoyed for the gore and the titillation and all that but invincible i think is a better story um i think that uh I think that the next person who walks into some streaming service or someplace and says, I've got an idea for a TV show. What if superheroes were real? And and what would that be like? And it'd be like, well, it'd be like The Boys or Watchmen or Jupiter's Legacy or Did you watch Invincible. Or, yes. And Jesus Christ. I mean, we don't need any more shows like that. For, for, for okay. the love of God. All of them. Which are any of them good? Do you do are like any them? of them good? Watchmen is good, and Watchmen is the, basically no, the, the original. the The TV show or the movie? The original comic book and the TV show. Yeah, the movie was very true to the comic book, except it took a lot of the interesting stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I enjoyed it because it looked just like the the comic book, but and I didn't miss. I was like one of those things where you you add in the stuff that's not actually in the movie because you read it in the book, but you know. This idea of superheroes in the like, what would what if it was a superhero, but he had to deal with the real like real world situations? It's like, yeah, what if let's yeah let's explore that for a minute and uh, not not like every other on. series. Yeah, but I I think that uh, um, I I thought Invincible was a little more interesting because uh, it was not. Uh, um, 
because he got the shit beat out of him every week, which is pretty hilarious. I uh, I I uh, I watched the first episode. Uh, oh, you not... should you should keep watching. It's re- it gets really uh, interesting. I think the, the okay. mystery is, is good in it, and um, I, I'm also I'm also looking at this. Um, oh, Umbrella Academy is another one. My Hero Academia. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, it just know, goes the I, list of these I shows. I watch Umbrella on, Academy. Is it Umbrella Academy good? My neighbor created it. Oh, is it good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Awesome. I, it was. It was fun. I mean, there's this. There's this English guy who was in. Uh, well, that's another. Another one, Misfits. That was uh, an early Hulu um, show. Oh, yeah. And that was the same thing. What if? What if ordinary people got superpowers? But the. Do you ever watch Misfits? Um. That was the English show. Yeah, uh, Diane Ruggiero was she was on it to to adapt it in the U.S. So, uh-huh. uh, but that did not work out sadly. Uh, friend of the show, and no, but like there's, I I, I think that if you just have uh, this sort of you know seventies era version of superheroes, it, it gets boring. But I agree with you that it can't just be about what if. You know, just it just seems like the same same story right. over and over right, again, right, right, right. and it's really all not all that interesting. I mean, there are there are some themes, and but they've been explored over and over again. That's that's yeah, yeah. Did you watch American Gods? I know um, Steve was a big fan of that. Uh, no, yeah. I didn't. I started uh, reading it, but that guy writes the same story over and over again. Um, who wrote American Gods? A Neil Gaiman. Yeah, Neil Gaiman. Uh huh. He writes the same. What if his his thing is? What if all of the weird magic was really there? Yeah, yeah. But it was just on the other side of uh uh on the you know the underside of London. Or what if gods were walking around and and some of them lived in shitty apartments? You know, it's just. I think I I judge comics. Or, or, or just basically anything dramatic is if it's has a sense of humor and his stuff isn't always that funny to me. Um, mm. But like, you know, going back to Edgar Wright, like I find him very, very funny. I think he has a very good sense of humor and it comes across yeah. in his stories, whether they're um, actiony things or, you know, or not. Um, right. So like, uh, who's the guy who directed the Justice League? Uh, and Watchmen. Snyder. Yeah, he doesn't have a sense of humor. No, I don't think so. He doesn't have a funny bone in his body. No, no I don't. Like, it's not even that he's not funny. I don't think he understands what humor is. I just want to say that um, Misfits, this guy, Robert Michael Sheehan, uh-huh. he's also in the Umbrella Academy. Okay. And he is, uh, he, I, I'm a big fan. He's a he's an Irish actor, and he is um, he just one of those people that plays, he actually plays a very similar character in both of them i'm okay with similar characters as long as they're interesting yeah he's just very 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 funny he's a very very funny guy um Um, yeah go ahead that's all that's all all right uh so senior smoke wanted to know if we saw bigfoot the the tv the hulu show this week uh we did not wait a minute do you mean sasquatch or sasquatch sasquatch sorry i did see a lot of sasquatch how is it shelly and uh, hope watched the whole thing. Um, how is it? Well, I, you know, honestly, I'm I'm prejudiced against documentaries. I'm prejudiced against documentary series, and I'm prejudiced against uh, animated uh, series. I've noticed that about myself. Um, 
So I didn't really want to sit down and watch it. Um, but given that, and I, and I, it's pure prejudice. It's just, I just think, uh, this isn't going to be good because those things aren't good. Um, even when they are. So I, I it's a, it's really interesting. Um, let's now that Steve's not here to make fun of us. It's not as entertaining to bring up Joe Freya. Um, but you know, Joe Freya, I do know from, Joe Freya from theater. Great, great. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. No, but no, he, no. He, he was in, uh, what was that, that movie that the guardians, guardians of, the, of galaxy. the galaxy guy wrote? Um, well, he's in guardians of the galaxy two, And he yeah. was also in the something effect. What was it called? Uh, uh, um, where I don't know. Oh no! Uh, oh, shit. Okay, go ahead. Keep talking. I'm gonna. Look. Well, Joe Joe Freya grew up in that area. So the thing about Sasquatch is that um, it's about the um, northern California into the Pacific Northwest that forest that's up there, right? Hmm. And the thing about that forest is it's filled to the brim with pot farms, yeah, and weirdos and darkness. And there's something, and the the forest is really huge and primeval, even though it was, you know, logged out. So it's not old, mostly old growth anymore, but it's still filled with enormous trees. And um, and Joe Freya is making a movie with Jillian Armanante is directing yeah, it right now. Get up in the woods. Yeah, and and they're and they're making a horror, horror film, film based on his his family has a roadside attraction called, you know, the Misty Forest or right, something right, like right. that. And and so it's sort of based on that, and he was he, he, and he was describing the area, and and it it, it matched perfectly with the Sasquatch description, um, which is basically that, you know, there's shit up there that is just weird, and it's filled, you know, apparently there uh, in the, like the seventies it was filled with happy hippies who were growing pot very peaceably, and then um, you know Reagan I guess. Uh, came in and did a gigantic sort of sweep uh, of and arrested all all the basically the peaceful people. His war against drugs. Okay. Yeah, and war left drugs. basically the hardened criminals and a whole bunch of paranoid people. Uh, well, Joe is a great actor. He and I did a a, a beer commercial many years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. No, we had so... That was like one of the funnest times because we were just sitting around all day. And yeah. he's, a, he's a great guy. Uh, and he was in the Belco Experiment, which was written by James Gunn that was shot after Guardians of the Galaxy. And that was a really cool, tense movie um, mm -hmm. with John Gallagher and Tony Goldwyn. Um mm. And uh, his middle name, or his full name, is Joseph Richard Brotherhood Freya. Uh, really? Yeah, isn't that great? So he that really is, is of that uh, of Northern California, of the the pot world. Uh, I'm so excited for his movie. I think he's super talented. Uh, he he's a great physical actor. He oh, we're doing what John, what, what Steve said we were going to do. We talk about the like theater actors that nobody's seen. He did. What was that? That two man show that he did uh, true West something or other with the juggling. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know. It was yeah. something, something's true West, the real true West. Real true West. Like yeah. Boy. But I was just like, all right, there's an, there's a real actor. I'm going to go home now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'm, I'm super. Oh, excited. or in Watson when he was playing Sherlock. Oh, Did yeah. you see that? That yeah, was yeah. great. 
Yeah. So he's he's wonderful, and I'm going to put him in. Uh, I'm going to uh, do a, a version of uh, Hamlet, and I'm going to set it in space. Uh, right. But it's going to be a western. Okay. And I'm going to cast him as uh, the grave digger. I'm going to make you Laertes. All right. So I get stabbed <laughs> behind a curtain. Is that right? I, I don't know. Uh, no, I think isn't I, that I get stabbed behind a space curtain. Is uh, yeah, Laertes Polonius. Polonius? You're right. I don't know. I don't know shit. Is Laertes in Hamlet? I don't know. I don't know anything about this, but I do want to see Joe do that. Uh, Let's uh, make it happen. We should bring him on the show when he's yeah uh, yeah because he's he's a he's a great guy Um, yeah and uh, Jillian too for that matter yeah um, that's a good idea. I think they're actually shooting the movie right now, so they're probably busy. Not a good time, but we'll we'll get to them maybe in a couple weeks or. Three or four weeks. John, I have to use the restroom, so let's wrap this up. Um, okay. What I could just go into a long monologue while you go take no, a crap. It's like if a monologue happens in the woods and no one's around to hear it, does it really happen? Do you think that if you left to go to the bathroom that uh, our, le- our listeners would stop listening? I don't think anybody has uh, tweeted in the past uh, 45 minutes. You think everybody left after uh, uh, Steve? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is anybody out there? Tweet us. Tweet at us. Uh, no, no, no. no. Okay. Actually, uh, Senior Smoke said that Sasquatch isn't completely animated. And, what? Um, no, I, yeah. And then Willow Creek, it's <laughs> about 45 minutes from here, says Tyson, who's in Arcada. Um, what was the the Billy Bob, Th- I mean, Billy Bob Thornton, um, the uh, uh, Shakes the Clown guy. What's his name? I'm, Bobcat Goldthwait. What, 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 what didn't he do a movie called Willow Creek? I don't know. Um, well, I've never heard of it. Oh well, it's just about two people in a in a uh, tent being taunted by a monster. Um, oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like the monologue I wrote for you the last week. The um, I gotta say, I recently watched or tried to watch Willow. I think I watched the whole thing. It's oh. a terrible movie. It's god awful. That's just a terrible, terrible movie. You are amazing. Great. What? You are great. <laughs> yeah. Mads Modigan. You are great. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah, it's called Willow Creek, uh, 2013. Um. So John, who's so, going to go ahead? Well, I, I just want to keep on keep you on the mic because you have to go to the bathroom. Myself. I won't wet uh, myself. I don't care yeah. anything for for. No, I would take if you're going to ask about uh, you know it. We're taking uh, a couple of weeks off. We have our, our in in anniversary coming up. We we've been actually doing it for a year, but we're not doing it this Thursday, and um, we're going to do it probably on the tenth. Um. Wait. What do you do on the tenth? Sorry, we're gonna have our. We're gonna come back with the. You know it. Okay. Okay. So we're taking some a little bit of time off. All right. This is your hiatus. It's a hiatus. Yes. Okay. Um, JP just joined us just in time as uh, we sign off. Um, who was on this past week? We did. We didn't do it this past week either. We're okay, just what taking, about this upcoming week. This upcoming week, we're taking off. We're okay. taking. So, we're taking like. So it's. So if you keep over? asking, maybe you wet yourself. It's over. What'd you say? It's over. Over? No, it's not over. It's coming back. Oh. What is wrong with you? Okay. What exactly is right. wrong with you? Uh, so anyhow, trashy, it's hard trashy. To, it's hard to agree with you because you change your mind in mid-sentence. Trashy, trashy. Uh, <laughs> comes out every Monday. Listen to it. Uh, Cassandra, she blamed somebody for feeling bad. I think she said Lena Thwaites. Issa, Issa, Issa oh. Ray. 
Oh. Hey, listen, uh, I know you have to go to the bathroom, but no, no, I'm, no. I, I'm, I'm looking at this Belco experiment thing. Yeah, yeah. And it says office space meets battle royale. That's exactly what it is. Did you see it? I did. Of course I did. I wanted to see my boy, uh, Joe Freya, basically die. Um, is it good? Yeah, it's good. I mean, you know, it's like uh, it, it's got a great cast and it's like very sort of self-contained uh, sort of thriller. It's got Michael Rooker. I mean, anything with Michael Rooker is awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Tony Gold Goldwyn. I watched all of Scandal. I binge watched it over the pandemic. Oh, really? And I he was delivers, one of those episodes. What, this, this, I'm going to do my impression of totally Tony Goldwyn, but it's a total visual. He always twitches when he talks. Oh. He sort of oh. moves his head when he delivers That's his lines like that, as if so he's working on getting it out of his body. So that's the the key then. That's the key to success. That and being related to the people who started Hollywood. Oh, um, Metro Goldwyn? Yeah, he's... <laughs> that was his grandfather, Metro Goldwyn. Grandpa Goldwin. Metro! <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Um, there was that movie a while ago called... Uh, what was it called? It was with uh, Stephen Young... Where he plays a uh, guy in um, uh, Minari, Minori, Minara, Minuet, Mayhem, Mayhem, with Samara Weaving, and it's basically about uh, a virus that spreads through an office complex and everybody starts killing each other. Very similar oh. to the Belko experiment. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Well, you know, the people get decapitated or and or impaled in this movie. Oh, yes. There, they, okay. it is quite violent. It, then it, I'm it not, is a not... James Gunn joint. Oh. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. Oh, but it's good. It's good. All right. Yeah, well, I I can't take it. Instead, everybody tune in this Thursday to a live. You know it on YouTube. That's um, not correct. What? I'm sorry. No, what? it's not. God. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Just trying to help you. I'm trying to help your brand. All right. Uh, well, I I really appreciate that. And you're right. We are going to do a show next Thursday because I'm agreeing with everything you say. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, but uh, do go to youknowwhatthegame.com. Is that right? Yeah. And buy buy some of these things. The other thing is we're going to start uh, uh, casting, um, simulcasting on Facebook. I don't, and that's not a thing. We don't promote Facebook on this channel. Okay, fine. All right. Um, Anthony, good night. Uh, JP, sorry, we're coming and going. Uh, Tyson, Willow Creek, there's a uh, watch out for the Bigfoots. And thank you, everybody else who, who listened in. Tweet at us at Nooner Podcast. But more, if you want to be listened to on the show, record a, a uh, recording two minutes or under. Uh, on and send it to noonerpodcast at gmail.com or just send us an email. We'll, we'll read it either way, uh, unless your name is Steve Owens. Uh, no, we always read Steve's stuff and play his, whatever he sends us. So that is that is our show, I guess. Yeah, we want to hear from you, Steve, because we haven't heard from you in like two weeks. I Are know. you still alive? He tweeted some nasty things at us, but he said, he if you say uh, nasty oh. things and, and say love you at the end, it's all better. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how my dad did it. Uh, <laughs> all right. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye, Marty.
This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at smodcast.com. <laughs>